Fast thoughts, please. <laughs> Have a banana. My whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> hung him for 28 days. <laughs> Leader of Britain. Destroyer of the NHS. <laughs> Should I kill myself? And, um... I can only get jobs when they can't see my face. <laughs> A man in Indianapolis recently arrived at a local dental office and left without teeth. Oh. Christopher Christ had been suffering from a toothache and intended to have three problematic teeth pulled. However, something went horribly wrong during the procedure. According to Christ, the dental staff gave him some pain medication and numbing gel. Then they pulled the first three teeth and continued until there was not one tooth left. What? Christ has autism, but his family gave him instructions on what to say to the dentist, but apparently there was a communication gap during the office visit. The family has had no luck yet obtaining the patient's file from the dentist, so they are planning to lodge a complaint with the state. So, What? Yeah. <laughs> no questions. No, like, should we just... We're removing all his teeth, right? <laughs> Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, it'd be great. Fine. Well, they took Some the first more. three in and they, they just keep just, just took the rest. Just kept going. And even if even Which you're on a roll. <laughs> like. Well, they're saying here that like he's autistic and he was coached on how to talk to the dentist, so they're implying that there might have been a communication issue. But <laughs> please take all my teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> but your file says to take three. No, but take all of them. Either, you, you only only three are bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three are bad, the rest are fine. Yeah. No, just take them all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just... I thought, well, uh, it's quite dark this week, yeah. a lot of the articles I found. And I was looking at news stories, and I was looking at the last couple of weeks, like, the intros have been quite dark. Yeah. Like, what, one was like, I don't know, killing a kid, fucking it, then eating it. <laughs> then, like, the one before was, like, I don't know, some kind of rampage or something. Yeah. So I thought I'd bring it up to bit more ooh <laughs> well it was either that or from the same company because yeah. this is just like a YouTube fun fact thing right same company the other one was the 10 saddest last words from pilots about to die oh god that had 9.4 million views yeah 9.4 million people <laughs> wanted to see what do these people say before they died I'll, I'll be honest I've I've gone through videos listening to like black box recordings and stuff before like, Why? It's, I just want to hear the panic. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The, the, I think the thing that always alarmed me was that there isn't there isn't really a lot to it. There isn't all that whole oh my god we're gonna die we're gonna die kind of mm. stuff. It's a lot of people very calmly trying to control a situation. Yeah, and then silence. Sounds like great entertainment well it's uh, that I, yeah i, yeah, I, I think there's a morbid fascination with shit like that they're like watching car crashes and stuff like yeah i don't know i've never really i've never consciously had that like i used I, the only thing that i did notice was after i rode motorbikes for a while i felt different watching motorbike crashes yeah like yeah. i was like <laughs> yeah no I, I don't enjoy this very much yeah <laughs> But like car crashes and that, like if it's funny and presented in that police camera action way of like, and then out of nowhere gets hit by a plane or something, <laughs> be like, oh yeah, it's quite funny. But yeah, I've never had a morbid fascination. I don't think. No. In terms no. of that, but, but oh well, I tried to watch this video, this yeah. ten last saddest last words. Yeah. Got through like two, and yeah. I was just like, this is. This why is why what's yeah. going on? I'm unhappy. One was like, oh, the seven-year-old girl, the youngest pilot there ever was, 
like uh, crashed a plane and was like, hey, and was on the phone to our mum at the time. I was like, hey, mum, can you hear the rain? Can you hear the rain? And then she died. Oh, God. It's like, well, that's great. And I was like, there's <laughs> nine more to come. <laughs> so like, that's not, it's not morbid in a funny way. I like morbid in a funny way. <laughs> this is just, oh, no, yeah, this is just this not is just morbid, tragic. ironically. It's <laughs> yeah. just morbid. I just can't, yeah, I can't connect to that energy. Whereas I can kind of, the thing that's funny about that is that they're meant to be, you think dentists are professionals. Yeah. Right? And you think that they require degrees or some kind of extra training. Some kind of customer customer facing training of like, did he say remove all his teeth? Yeah. So yeah, well, we're just going to do it, aren't we? <laughs> all right. Or did he say three? Yeah, but, you know, he's autistic. Take you don't want to fuck that up, really. Did he say that- three or all of them? <laughs> Can they grow I, back? I don't think they knocked him out. I think they said they gave him... Oh, like a local? Pain, yeah, local and yeah. some pain-soothing gel. So he was awake. Yeah. They could have asked. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've taken three. Do you want <laughs> us to take more? It would be funnier if he wasn't autistic, but was just really polite and didn't want to <laughs> yeah. interrupt. Yeah. Like, okay, now, relating to your own situation, mm. if... um. If you found out that you that, that after all of this shit with your tooth, mm. they said um, uh, we can't. It's going to take another six months mm. to to take this out. But for some reason, we could take all of them out now, <laughs> or you can have this for another six months. Well, I've got no problem with getting fake teeth. Yeah, but I think that's yeah. more more interesting as a person if you've got a, a teeth full of metal <laughs> yeah. that you can just like take out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you brush your teeth in a dishwasher? Fuck it. <laughs> Be more interesting, I guess. But yeah. it kind of does link it because I had another um, emergency dental appointment um, on Friday. Yeah. Because the pain was just... It, it's, it, it's, it's literally a joke. As in, when you think about the situation that I'm in, you kind of go, all medical advice says no. Yeah. But I, this is my whole thing about government and... Mm. government services and stuff like that is I'm appreciative that there is a date for this to be solved. Yeah. I'm not upset that it's not closer. I'm just like, well, how can I get from here to there in the most efficient way possible without getting murdered by someone looking in my window? So I'm just like, well, it's just like, well, if there's a painkiller that can, because it's literally a point where if on, because it goes through good and bad days, it's purely random from what I can tell. And like, uh, you can wake up one day and it's just like, nope, it's just insane pain. Yeah. So that whole day you just fucked. Like, well, on those days, the only thing I can do is drink. Yeah. I don't want to drink. Drinking is bad for you. Yeah. You shouldn't drink whilst maxed out on paracetamol. Is is that's what an overdose is. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I admit that it takes more than Western medicine to kill me. Right. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> when it says take four a day or eight a day. Yeah. While I stick to that, I'm aware that I could probably triple that and be fine. You know, probably not because I'm not intelligent. What? But because I'm, you know, so uh, biologically in superior to everything with my <laughs> diabetes, allergy to medicine, all that kind of shit, just because I'm bigger, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, but is it is that this is that the dose for a gorilla? Because <laughs> I'd like to take a dose for a gorilla, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it's a joke. So it's like, well, I have to drink in order to do that, and it was an exceptionally painful day on Friday. And I went in and I went to my usual dental practice, which has got the quirky guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like fixed my teeth with a screwdriver, <laughs> right? He's a really nice guy. He's helped me out a little bit, but it wasn't him. He wasn't in that day. So I saw his boss and his boss was just a little bit too insecure <laughs> for me. 
So like I came in and be like, hey, this is the deal, maxed out on pain, and I have to drink whiskey in order to 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 numb the rest. He goes, yeah, but is it Scotch whiskey? No, I drink Irish whiskey. <laughs> well, you're a cunt, then, aren't you? <laughs> like, what? 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 <laughs> all right. Medically, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yes. Okay. So all right, but that's the main theme here is I have to drink to live, mm. and I don't think I should. And he looked, at, he checked it out. He was like, well, you know, I can take it out. I said. Yeah, I know. You you tried your your practice tried to take it out before, and they couldn't because mm. it would shatter and break, and and it was and the, your Western medicine had no effect on my superior <laughs> biology. Like the pain that I was given, like Max, uh, what do they call it, Novocaine or whatever, and yeah. I was just Im- immune, as in like I was still. It's a really bad wisdom tooth. So it's not just that I'm incredible. It's that no, it's like that. There just wasn't enough to uh, to numb it. And it was like if you touched it with pliers, it was like this is incredible pain. He was like, this is gonna. It's not just the pain because you can sit through the pain, and if you're gonna come out the other end, fine. Then yeah, whatever. But it was the fact that it was gonna cause lots of damage and lots of bleeding and all that kind of stuff. But he was like, you know, I, I'll I'll do it. I don't have to use you know painkillers. I can still do it. Yeah. He was trying to convince me that he was able to do dental surgery. I was like, yeah, I believe you, mm. but I've got an appointment in three weeks. I have to, I've been told by your practice, I can't do it under local anesthetic and yeah. I have to do it under general. And he was just like, no, yeah, but you know, I've, I've done these kind of things before. He was like trying to tell me his history. Like, you know, back, back way back when in, in dental school, I was doing this. Yeah, yeah, I don't, can you, can you, can you fix my infected painful tooth? <laughs> yeah. Have you got any antibiotics or anything? So like, no, you don't need that. It's getting removed in three weeks. It's like, yeah, but I'm I'm here because I'm in fucking pain. So I just like, uh, yeah, you know what? Just forget it. He put some weird powder in because the tooth has been drilled through. So the gum with all the nerves in, you can see through the tooth. Like you can look mm. down and it's just a crater. So he said like, well, that's bad. So I'll just put some like cement on it, which is just this dry powdery clay well, they've thing. They've done that before. Yeah, and it just comes out because mm. it's just, doesn't work. But yeah, they uh, it's just this really dry powdery paste, which is, like no rinsing, no anything like that. So just for two days afterwards, up till today, it's just been every now and then. There's this metallic-y, dry, bitter powder yeah. in my mouth, which is like this is. A... So now on top of the pain, I've just got bad taste in my mouth. So <laughs> like, just give me some fucking wisdom. Give... I'm infected. Yeah. Can I please have something to help the infection? No. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. I'll just fucking go through the next three weeks. Have you Have you had a penicillin test? No, well, when I was six, I was given, well, when I was five or four, three, two, one. <laughs> when I was like, before I was five and a half, I was given penicillin for chicken pox and something bad happened. I think I yeah. came out in a rash or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the doctor was like, oh, you're yes, definitely allergic to penicillin. But I've tried to get allergy tests because mm. I've got a load of different, because I'm superior biologically. I'm allergic <laughs> to so much. <laughs> That like like I think like there's been things like oh maybe I'm allergic to dust oh Christ because so it's just like uh, I mean I'm asthmatic and like, yeah. loads of triggers can do that just so. add it to the list yeah so yeah. I was like can I just get a scratch test or something so at least yeah. I know what yeah, to yeah, avoid yeah. and doctors were just really reluctant to do it they're like oh yeah we'll book you in and then it's never happened but it's just, you just slip through the cracks and again it's because I don't uh, a lot of people. When you, when I tell them my situation, they seem to be very flabbergasted and be like, that sounds stupid. And mm. it is stupid, but I don't know what more you could want from, you're, I'm going to be cured. Mm. It's just the cure is just a while away. Yeah. And you go, well, it's just, you're just going to be in pain. 
still yeah. be alive. Yeah. But it'll be pain. It's like, okay, yeah, but you just have to, you have to learn to deal with pain and you have to learn if I can't deal with it myself, then I have to try and get it sorted. You know, just have to wait until it gets fixed. Yeah. But I think that's just a natural thing in my head of it's just like, well, they're helping me. I'm appreciative of the help. I'm not going to demand that they need to bring it forward or anything like that because at the end of the day I have to accept that they probably know more than I do There's, more, I'm not the only fish on the wall brick in the wall mm, yep, yep. Is, that, is that real? Pink Floyd yeah mm. is that what they meant that all in all we're just another brick in the wall yeah but what's the wall of? Uh, success Chinese success no alright fair enough <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah it was just like yeah you know I can't expect the hospital to revolve around me or anything to revolve around me. So, oh, no, yeah, that's fine. A month is fine. If it was five years, I'd be like, all right, it's something stupid. Yeah. But yeah, it's there to try and get it um, try and get it done. So yeah, there's uh, there's going to be no more help from... Uh, there's nothing motivating me to do another emergency dental appointment. I'll put it that way. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Just like, guy was either in a bad mood or was just like, you know, didn't want... He really wanted to remove a tooth that day. Or <laughs> I don't know what it was. But Standard it was just, between him and his dreams. <laughs> yeah, well, it was just... I don't, uh, in my mind, knowing nothing about dentistry yeah. or medicine, I'd be like, he's infected, so let's get some antibiotics, and he's in pain, but he's getting surgery in three weeks. Let's get him some painkillers for those three weeks. Yeah. But I guess you've got to defend against like pain addict, pain pill addicts and stuff like that, which I probably do come across coming in and be like, I'm in a lot of pain, can I have some pills? Yeah. And they're like, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, so still pain, still... Uh, Bad times um, every now and then. None as bad as what it was before. But, uh, out, out of interest, have you um, have, have you uh, tried any uh, weed since you've had it? No. No. Have you considered it? Uh, maybe, but it's never... It's the same with alcohol. Yeah. It's not something that I really do. No. So no, it's exactly. not like... Uh, it's not like the alcohol... And for most people, be like, oh, you got toothache, have some whiskey. Yeah. Whereas I'd be like, it took me ages to think like, oh, I can actually soak this in alcohol and that might mm. help it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, you're not meant to smoke because it aggravates the infection and mm. does all that kind of stuff. But I imagine it would probably be better. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of that. And one of the main things that I realized, because I've had this pain for a while, and I think that I'm not dying, but I've gone through the stages of death. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you yeah. go through that point where you, you you give in with a bad situation. Yeah. And it's like, well, you go through those whole denial, bargaining, bargaining. all that kind of yeah. shit. And I realized uh, with the pay, I got to a point where I could start to channel it into an, a positive energy mm. where I'm angry. So I'm going to, and the pain is allowing me to vent that anger out. Yeah. I need to find a good place to vent it out. And the best way I could find, well, the first thing that came to mind was to start insulting people. <laughs> so I started an insult conger on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which, which I can understand after I posted it, because I posted it to you first. Yeah. Like, it's not just because I'm friends with you on Facebook, but it's because I think if it was a bad idea, mm. I think you'd say. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you did, and, and the insult was quite whimsical. It was oh, like, it you've, wasn't got, you've got a whisperer's nose. Yeah, you know, it, was, it, was it wasn't silliness. like... It wasn't, it wasn't personal. Real. No, like I, which I have done before. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, Steve, nominate someone, and I'll and I'll insult them." And you were, you're like, "Oh, um, are you going to insult them, or am I going to insult them?" Because that's an important difference. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I started to pass it around, and I realised that I like. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I think it's the certain word. Like some of the ones that I liked, 
Um, well, well, I'll read out some of them because I think I did quite a few, but I just I like the it, it, the inflection of the voice is important when when, it, when it's said. Uh, you smile like a cactus, but walk like apocalypse now. <laughs> if you fed fish, you'd feed them wrong. <laughs> you put a jumper on your toothbrush. <laughs> this is stupid, but I read that's my favourite line. Is you yeah. put a jumper on? It seems like oh, you fucking what, what kind of dickhead puts a jumper on their toothbrush. Uh, you think brand muffins are your grandparents. Uh, Hur- Hurricane Katrina doesn't like your taste in television and 9-11 wasn't your fault. Great insult. Is that a good thing? Or is it a- <laughs> no, it's a negative thing. If it was your fault, you'd be much more interested. You'd be accomplished. <laughs> yeah, you'd be a hero in that story. Uh, the lethal injection is flavoured in your name. Uh, which is <laughs> The thing is, it's good. It's good. It felt good to insult that way, and it felt yeah. good to kind of get it out. And it's not an insult, really. It's just a, it's just a confused. It's like a spoken word poet poetry yeah. kind of. Yeah. Just words come together, and it kind of puts across a meaning that isn't really understood. Yeah. But it felt good. It felt like positive screaming. <laughs> uh, oh, did you see the thing about? Have you kept up to date with uh, South Park? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm behind on a lot of stuff. There was um, an article I read today, which. I th- <laughs> about it um, which I read and thought I don't think this is what's happening mm. then I watched the episode and was like no I don't think this is what's happening right. like there's uh, I think some NBC or some big news outlet said that South Park is apologising to Al Gore in one of their episodes because he was in a previous season um, finding the man bear pig man bear pig <laughs> yeah and they were saying that it's all made up and it's a joke yeah and it was a thing on global warming. Wasn't yeah, it? so then the NBC saying, oh, South Park was ridiculing the idea that global warming exists. And no. now... Exactly, yeah, it's just, no, no it's, just, it's just a stupid character yeah. who's hunting a mythical creature where, which no one else believes him. It doesn't mean yeah. that they necessarily don't believe in global climate change. No. Um, and so like in one of the episodes, he comes back and like uh, they're like okay we really do believe in the man bear pig we're so sorry and all that kind of stuff and there's the interaction between it's brilliant it's a, it's a good episode yeah but the fact that people thought that it was some kind of moral political statement being made it's about South Park well they've done it before they've... you know they, a social commentary it does really yeah, well yeah. with a lot of stuff but it's just it's one of those things where if you're looking for a specific meaning in something you'll find it yeah yeah but if you actually just try and see what the show is about because if they're apologizing to al gore they don't make him look like a good person no you know this it's all very ridiculous it's not like oh he's come to save the day yeah it's like, no it's pretty much the same as he was when he was back in the show before yeah it's just he's still that way now he's grown a beard <laughs> you know so it's just i thought it might be something that you find interesting yeah um, anyway, uh, in the news... Oh, I forgot to start my timer. I was going to start using timers. That's right. I'll tell you what time it is. What time is it? Uh, it's uh, 25 past one. Oh, you're such a bad end. What time is it? It's time to get a watch. Uh, no, uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. All right, cool. That timer works. Um, so in the news, um, California's on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw... Just I'd, on fire! I'm following Joe Rogan. He's been <laughs> evacuated. Yeah, look, look, a couple of comedians who are kind of housed in, maybe they're all housed in the same kind of neighborhood. Yeah. But yeah, like getting evacuated because they can't do stuff and mm. like 25 people have died, like yeah. getting to their cars or in their cars trying to get out. And um, 
so it's a really serious thing. And there is some, I don't know whether I'd go into it on here, uh, but Donald Trump tweeted, you know, it's people aren't, you know, it's a forest fire. People who haven't managed the forest well enough. So I'm going to cut funding to them. And it's like, well, number one, one, a couple of things were pointed out. Number one, it's not a forest fire. There are no forests on fire. <laughs> it's a wildfire. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's an urban fire, I think is how it's been called. Mm. So it's like going from house to house. Wow. Grass is like the biggest forest. Yeah. Some trees, yeah, sure. But it's not a forest fire. No. And uh, yeah, it's not nothing to do with that. And even if it was, it's a federal thing to look after it. So... It's not the state's fault. No. It's the federal government that was meant to look after it that Donald Trump was criticising. And he's since rescinded it and been like, oh, you know, thoughts and prayers and I'm so, I apologise and all that kind of stuff. But um, there was this one article in it and it is, you know, it's a weird thing because it seems to happen quite regularly that California catches fire. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I, I think it's... Happened when Schwarzenegger was there. Yeah, it happens reg- regularly enough like to be like... Like they have almost have like wildfire season. Yeah, I think they've got it in Australia as well. It's just well, shit gets really hot. <laughs> yeah, um, so it happens often enough that it's just kind of it's just kind of strange, and it does kind of make you think. If you were living in a less in, um, a communication heavy age, you could believe that it was God. Mm. You know, every year a state catches fire, <laughs> <laughs> or a place gets flooded, or yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's uh, these whole natural disasters are kind of pretty crazy, especially when they happen every year yeah seems like a it's, it's a weird narrative for a country um i guess california's fucking strange though anyway bill burr's always going on about it it's just like what, they've got no you, water you, you, you built a city in a desert yeah like for for fun like yeah. just be, because why no, it's like just really strange it's like you've got a massive country <laughs> massive Large swathes of it, vastly unpopulated yeah but it's not sunny all day long so in every <laughs> world well, that's, that's humid or whatever, yeah. yeah. So, just whatever. It's whatever it is. But uh, there was an article came out, which I think is weird. I mean, I understand... This is where I think the news is going. When you would have thought there'd be more stuff to report on in this fire. But there's basically a, a family evacuating. And I think one of the elder daughters, like a father, a young kid, and I think like a, another kid in the car filming it with a phone, mm-hmm. just filming their evacuation. And the article just basically describes the video that it links. Right. I, d- I don't. I, I don't get. I understand you want again that kind of morbid curiosity because when you watch the video, it's pretty fucking serious. Yeah. Like it's literally they're on the road, and next to the road is fire. <laughs> <laughs> like the windscreen's cracked. Like yeah. you know, there's just there's just fire everywhere. Yeah. So it's a pretty serious situation. But uh, they, they just go through it, and I, I don't know. I find it interesting. A father from Paradise, California, tried to keep his young daughter calm by singing to her as he maneuvered the car down a congested highway past flames and burning trees <sighs> to escape the devastating campfire. Campfire <laughs> means something different to me. I think this is like a like the London fire. Maybe there is yeah. it was come from a place called Camp because there's another fire called like the Woolsey Fire or something right. like that. So I think when they say Camp Fire, I think that's one of the big fires, not like you know Garden Fire. <laughs> Joe Allen was recording Thursday as he and his family left Paradise for, Calif- for Chico, California. Joe and his three-year-old daughter Olivia traveled in one car while his wife Whitney drove the second family car with their other daughter. Okay, they, is they, it a dash cam? No. It's like a pho- like a pho- cell phone. So he's actually recording his daughter being upset 
and well it's just recording what's going on but right. it's kind of recorded from the middle seat of the front row of seats so yeah. I thought it was like a younger daughter or something because it doesn't look like he's recording it but he might be <laughs> um, there's so much fire here we're going to catch fire says the young girl to her <laughs> to her father uh, Joe reassures the little girl telling her that they're not going to catch fire and that he will keep their car away from the flames this is news mm. as Joe slowly drives the smoky highway he begins to sing the words baby it will be alright uh, I think that's, that's a song I guess but when he says well I only saw a highlight of the video Joe continues to distract his daughter by telling her that they'll be back home when it's more like Princess Poppy which is some kind of film called Trolls right some you know kid reference or okay. whatever at one point in the nearly three-minute video, Olivia becomes concerned because she can't see her mum's car anymore. Um, but her dad says it's going to be fine. Yeah. When they get past it, uh, the girl yells, you did it, you did it. And his, the dad says, we did it together. And the whole family's fine. <laughs> Just watch the video. Yeah. Why are you have to, Why is this a news article? <laughs> Can you not just watch the video? That's all you want to do. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even link the full video. They had like a minute and a half and they said it's nearly three minutes so I assume there's a longer version out there somewhere. Fuck it. It, that fucking irritates me when they just take other people's footage and shove their name in the corner of it. Yeah. But, well, we did write an article on it. No, yeah. you just transcribed, just transcribed it. transcribed it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Just please carry yeah. on. Okay. Um, now, if your report was in the car, that would be different. Hi, this is Jerry CNBC Live sitting next to Olivia, who is crying. Olivia? <laughs> yeah. Can you see your mum's car, Olivia? No, yeah. I guess not. Yeah. And this is Dad. Say hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my wife? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it does get quite dark. Yeah. Um, an 11-year-old boy shot his grandmother dead, then killed himself after being asked to clean his room. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reverse of last week's story <laughs> about the grandma shooting the <laughs> shoot the kid for for the tea on the first. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All day Saturday, Yvonne Woodard and Doyle W. Herbert tried to get their eleven-year-old grandson to clean up his room. Late that afternoon, the couple who had custody of the child sat down in their living room to watch television. Then, according to a statement from Sergeant Jacqueen Enriquez, a spokesperson for the Marika. The Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, the boy whose name was not released, picked up Mr. Herbert's handgun, came up behind the couple and faithfully shot his grandmother in the back of the head. Oh. Mr. Herbert Mr. Herbert said he ran after his grandson, but then returned to his wife to try and give her first aid. Seconds later, Doyle heard another gunshot and saw the grandson take a few steps and then collapse to the ground. The grandson had shot himself. Wow. And he later died. Jesus. So, you know. Not everyone's got OCD. Don't try and force it on them. <laughs> They'll kill you and then kill themselves. Intense. Fuck. Pretty intense. Really intense. Like it's it's weird that's that's weird with like an eleven year old. Yeah. If it's if it's a young kid, for some reason I don't expect them to take the step of taking their own life. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'd I almost think it's like, oh uh, shoot yeah. with an impulse, but they'll still value their own life. Yeah, you, you know feel I mean? like the you feel like that the eleven whole... year old has a bit more self awareness that yeah. this will kill them. Well, also because like yeah, see, a younger one might just like cry and yeah. get upset and not understand. But a discussion of like shooting people in at, like out in public, um, yeah. like people, I I can't remember who said it. I can't remember what I was listening to. Um, but um, they said it's it's more than anything. It's a form of self. It's a it's a form of suicide. You, you take out a load of people. Death by police. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or or uh, yeah. even like with the intent of killing yourself at the end. Mm. Like um, it's it's no, it's nothing but, but attempted suicide. 
Yeah. Um. So like the idea that a, that an eleven year old would do that is weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that he's got those kind of that inclination. Well, that it's just an extreme. Well, the problem is if you took the gun out of the equation, yeah, it would have been fine. If I was 11 an 11-year-old old, tried to choke and I angrily shot my grandma, mm. I would probably just run away. <laughs> Gun on the lamb. Thinking about it, like I'd, yeah. I'd probably be like, oh, well, that was a mistake, and I'd run away. I wouldn't, I would, I, well, I, I'm not in the situation, mm. but I can't imagine ever being like, well, I should just kill myself. <laughs> Easy solution. Yeah. No, but it seems it seems weird. I mean, the, the, have to clean his roof now, I suppose. There is more of, because there's been more mass shootings in America still. Yeah. Um, and it's again sparking debate over gun violence and whether you should have guns and i just kind of this i just kind of you know there's a lot of different arguments about gun control mm. and one of the arguments is that the amount of violent gun crime is actually very very low yeah the majority of gun crime is suicide yeah um, it is and other things like robberies and stuff mm. like that where people don't die but the 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 gun the violent gun crime that kills other people is quite low. Mm. But you go, yeah, it might be percentage wise. Yeah. But that's still a lot of people getting killed by guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go, well, okay, well, let's. I think because the argument for for guns is that it's going to save people's lives, mm. as in you're going to protect yourself against a red dawn kind of situation where the Soviets parachute in, and you defend your country and your land. You know, or you're gonna you're gonna protect yourself from a tyrannical government, yeah, or something like, or you're gonna kill a burglar who comes in. I think you kind of got to go because it might just be what's being reported seems like there's a lot more mass shootings than there are mass um, savings of yeah. people by guns. You know, I think there's been things where people have you know saved the day because they had a gun on them. Mm. But you go, well, if if was that person saving the day with a gun because somebody else had a gun? Because mm. if you just removed guns from both parties, yeah, then would that not help? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, right. So the Thousand Oaks gunman. Now I don't think this is true, but it's how it's been worded in the article um, that goes on about the gunman. Um, so there's a gunman in uh, who killed twelve people at a bar in California, and apparently he went on social media during the attack and made social media posts. Yeah, according to a law enforcement official. Which I don't understand how you phrase that because what he was like bang bang oh I got a sick tweet one sec you know <laughs> and then started tweeting and then bang bang like he just yeah. ran in and killed people and that was it yeah you know people came in and then I think he 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 either killed himself or he got killed um, Ian David Long Ian David Long burst into the bar in Thousand Oaks on Wednesday night and shot his victims with a handgun, seemingly at random as they tried to escape. His motive is still unclear and the ex-Marine and Afghanistan veteran is believed to have killed himself as police moved in. Okay, they read... His posts read... His social media posts read, It's too bad I won't get to see all the illogical and pathetic reasons people will put in my mouth as to why I did it. Fact is, I had no reason to do it and I just thought, fuck it, life is boring, so why not? Right. That's <laughs> interesting. You don't actually. You never really get that perspective. Yeah, you don't get the tweets. <laughs> um, another one was: I hope people call me insane. Wouldn't that just be a big ball of irony? Yeah, I'm insane. But the only thing you people do after these shootings is hopes and prayers, or keep you in my thoughts every time and wonder why these things keep happening. He's not wrong. <laughs> 
he's, he's the hero. No, <laughs> no. no, he's but yeah. he's he's right. Yeah. Well, it's, it just seemed it seemed weird. Well, it's again like the eleven-year-old child committing suicide. Mm. I don't quite. I didn't predict that somebody on a rampage would still keep up to his social media responsibilities. Yeah. I don't Hashtag think... Hashtag mass shooting. Yeah, stop, hang on, we've got to fire this off. Yeah. But I do also recognise, like, if I'm trying... Like, I did went through a phase of doing a joke a day, and it took me a while to think up the joke. And then eventually you get that, you re- oh, I got it. Yeah. So I can understand that maybe he had that moment in while he was murdering all these innocent people. Yeah. Oh, f- that was asshole. That's <laughs> illogical and pathetic. That's what, that's what I've got to do. <laughs> sits down throughout these pretty long tweets. Yeah. Famous last tweets. Yeah. So I imagine what happened is actually he went in, killed a bunch of people, everyone left, like people ran away and stuff like that and had to be yeah. sat, you know, in the building. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Checking his phone, <laughs> responding to Evites. You yeah. Know, I won't make it to the barbecue, I don't think. He's killed himself. <laughs> Um, investigators are also looking at whether he believed his ex-girlfriend would be at the bar. I don't know why. Uh, well, okay. Right. Yeah, it's, um, it's a valid course of investigation, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, why that bar, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, President Donald Trump described the 20-year-old as a very sick puppy with a lot of problems. Amid claims he uh, he may have been suffering from PTSD. Right. I think it's weird that the president has to tweet about mass shootings. Well, he doesn't. Well, I think I think you have to, right? You have to comment you, on the state of your yeah. Com- you're, I, I suppose, for big events, you're expected to, yeah, to weigh in tragedies. You have to kind of say that you know we're going to help in any way yeah. we can. But with Trump, it's weird because Trump weighs in on his dinner like every night. <laughs> so like, it it just seems irrelevant what he thinks about this stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah, but how was your burger? <laughs> yeah, well, it was good, but yeah. are you going to cut funding to the forestation committee? <laughs> Apparently, like every, everyone, I, I, I don't know anything about this, but, but like everyone's shitting on, on him at the minute because he didn't go to like a remembrance service or something because it was raining. I don't know, but he's done that kind of thing before, I think. Yeah, like, he didn't go to the White House press thing. Yeah, what well, like like the, a presidential requirement? <laughs> that one I completely understand. Yeah, but it's still it's something that the president is expected to attend. Just like the president is expected to attend the remembrance service. Yeah. I'd, so while they may be different in terms of what they're about, yeah. I think there's still the whole thing of like, you should you should be presidenting better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were meant to be here. Don't blame the forest. Don't blame the state for being on fire. No. <laughs> and then threaten to cut funding to them because they're on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Send... Put out the fire, you yeah. prick. <laughs> um, but perspectives are perspectives, I guess. There's a thing, um, there's a game called Red Dead Redemption. Who's come out yes. the, the, the second edition or whatever, the second Number chapter. Two. Yeah, Red yeah. Dead Redemption 2's come out. And uh, it's basically, I think, I haven't played it, but it's like a sa- it's an open world GTA sandbox thing where um, you play, it's a role-playing game or something that you go around playing a character and you get to make good, you make your own decisions and those decisions have consequences. Yeah. And people are angry because people have started making bad decisions in this video game. About a very specific case. Oh, right. which, Which again, I kind of put down to, just because people are saying something doesn't mean that that's real. No. Just as I was saying, like, or your eyebrows, just because everyone's saying the word or hashtagging or your eyebrows, doesn't mean people have got Oreos on their eyebrows. No. just means they're saying it. So, um, uh, Is it been... a racial thing? No, it, no. they have been criticised after players recorded videos of themselves beating, abusing, and killing a suffragette. Right. So, I think it's set in the 
20s or something right. where the suffragette movement was beginning so there's like a suffragette on the side of the road trying to get the women's vote yeah and people have found it funny to record themselves torturing the suffragette <laughs> right <laughs> torturing this I, the thing I never understand about this shit is that people <laughs> people don't people don't like um, they they put a separation between like video games and movies. Yeah, both both forms of art, both in, in which I'd heroes and villains are represented. Yeah. So why is it that you can have you you could have a villain in um in a fucking movie beating up a suffragette, mm. and everyone would be like, oh, it's so powerful. Mm. Um, and but in a in a video game, when someone has to enact that or makes a choice to enact that, that no one's ever like, oh, they're they're making a decision to be the villain. Like they're, it's not fucking real. That they're, they're just adding to this story arc. Well, what was that film? Um, it's a famous American film, um, Old Yeller, where I think a kid has to shoot his dog. Yeah, it's a Stephen King book. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the, the dog gets rabid and you have to yeah. shoot him. And th- did the kid shoot him? I can't remember. The family. They. they- yeah. shot him in some way yeah and that's a film where you go oh it's pretty disturbing but and then if people like invented a game where you go around shooting dogs wait is it a stephen king book i think cujo might be the one you're thinking yes of. yeah that definitely was it. A stephen that was, king book. yeah yeah cujo was stephen <laughs> yeah. King. yeah but yeah old yeller is just i think a dog i've never seen it but i think it's 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 a cultural reference to a sad film yeah because they have to put their dog down for yeah. whatever reason, something happens, I'm assuming. Um, but yeah, so it's tragic in terms of you can watch that film and empathise that film and feel bad for it, but mm. recognise that that's what the best thing to do. But if you were then to have a game where people... Well, if you saw something in the street shooting people, shooting people's dogs, you'd be like, <laughs> this is different. Yeah. But, so I think there's a difference in terms of, you know, it's not intended as art. Mm. It's intended as entertainment. Right. It's meant to be entertaining in a positive way. Yeah, as opposed to like a f- film can be entertainment, but you might not be like, oh, this is really lovely and happy. It can mean many things. It can just be like, oh, I'm going to absorb it and, and, and like artistically see it. Mm. Um, so yeah, these people just there's definitely a disconnect in terms of just because somebody would punch a suffragette in a game doesn't mean they're going to punch a suffragette yeah. in real yeah. life. And I think that uh, because also, it's, it's a not, YouTube, it's not thing. representative of desires as well. I always see yeah. that shit. It's like, well, it's no, it's because they can't do it in real life that they want to do it in the game. It's like, yeah, well, no, it's like it's not. It Farmville. They like don't Facebook want game. to do it in real life. That's... I want to grow carrots, but I don't want to. I want to do it on a game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Chill out. It's all right. Don't have to go killing people. And it's the same argument for. Um, GTA, these kind yeah. of open world crime games where but you it's... can do. Um, reprehensible things it's just an outrageous thing to do well on this article somewhere i've cut it out but it said something along the lines of a similar game gta 5 got criticism because you could have sex with a prostitute and then kill her afterwards to get your money money back back. yeah and that was the controversy i think wasn't having sex with a prostitute wasn't paying for it it was Mm. the killing wasn't the killing her it was the getting your money back after. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point we took it too far. It was like, no, this is bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a game. It's a, it's an alternative reality. Yeah. And it's not... Yeah. It's like a dream. Just because you kill yeah. someone in your dreams or something doesn't mean you have to do it. But anyway, um, after its release in late October, the game in which players can choose whether to speak to, rob, abuse, or kill characters they inter- interact with was praised for its extraordinary attention to detail. It's set... Oh, 1899. Mm. Uh, 20 years before we even got the vote. Um, yeah, days after. That's the other thing because it's on YouTube. I think people haven't figured out the YouTube community yet because mm. it's got quite a stigma. 
yeah. around it in terms of YouTube comments are meant to be incredibly offensive, stupid, of a certain race, of a certain sex, of a certain whatever, yeah. saying nasty things, um, which it may well be. I've never really looked into it that much, but I think that's kind of the thing. And the fact that um, the suffragette is calling out the words, let me vote, and then people are beating her unconscious um, with videos called Red Dead Redemption 2, beating up an annoying feminist. <laughs> you know, people are seeing it as, they're interpreting it in a different way. I think there's also an anti-feminism thing on, on YouTube. I think that's mm. kind of a thing there's also a pro thing on youtube but i think youtube comments are tending to be towards no they hate feminists or they hate yeah. women or they want to say inappropriate things mm. i think because it's a feminist being beaten up people have taken it a bit more some of the comments include rockstar making dreams a reality another one why can't we do this in real life um other users said they've done similar things while playing the game so you go well if they are really saying these things and they genuinely mean it then yeah, it's a concerning thing. Mm. But it's the internet on a video where yeah. people are trying to upvote comments, same as they do with tweets. Yeah, They're trying to say something funny. They're trying yeah. to do that. And it's I've always found it weird for people who leave comments on generic stuff. Mm. Like if you made a video and I saw it and I put a comment on it, it would be because I, you know, I would want you to hear what I had to say about it. Yeah. But yeah. if it's just, you know, a promotional ad for a TV show, yeah but they're not going to read this comment no the only comment is for, for me to say that i commented on it yeah it's a weird um um thing anyway but yeah so i don't think it's genuine but people are treating it as genuine because people are interpreting it as real life yeah and saying it's really bad they're saying um it's i think rocks uh emmanuel mailberg managing editor of technology site motherboard said this is a complicated problem with detailed open world games that prioritize player choice What's not complicated is that there's a reservoir of video game players who hate women and get off on this. Oh, shut up. Now, again, maybe this is true. Maybe the, and yeah. it's not, maybe it's not... Would it be a conspiracy? I guess it would be. That the online community is of people who hate women and want to... And get off on violence towards women. Yeah. But they wouldn't find that on, on YouTube. To be straight... To be completely blunt about it, you don't find that kind of material on YouTube, you can probably find it online somewhere else. And yeah. if they're found in those other places, yeah, it could be a red flag. What, like, there's a film called 8mm with Nicolas Cage where he finds a snuff film and yeah. he goes through to find all the people involved. That's the way to do it. You know, if you're going to go, if, they, if they're if saying that they hate women and get off on violence towards women, if you find pornography or any footage online of people being, uh, people hating women and getting off on it, then throw red flags and then investigate that mm. but recognize that this is youtube the same as twitter that you kind of have to say twitter isn't the same as your catholic church yeah or it's not the same as your family home it's a very different world and it's for where everyone's online at different times of the day at different times just defending the don't treat them as real people yeah do you know what i mean i mean it's easy for me to say no one's ever commented on my content so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it goes on. He says, this is how backwards, stupid, and warped a portion of young men on the internet are. Um, which, again, is just, you know, saying that this community is, Some I guess, exist. male. Some people exist. Young men, yeah. And they're backwards and they're stupid. So, again, you're trying, you're trying to fight them. You're not trying to help them or help the situation. You're trying to fight mm. the community of anonymous people. 
Yeah. Who are more than likely watching it at 4 a.m. or are 12 years old. Yeah. It's disgusting. I'm going to say the word cunt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the other videos uh, shows a character attacking the woman in one called Dropping Feminist to Hell and Killing the Devil. That shows him lassoing the character, carrying her to a mine shaft, which he drops her down. Another one shows him feeding her to an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's a game. And yeah, I can understand how some people might be able to see it as threatening. But you go, you need to figure out how to change your perspective on things. Yeah. You need to interpret it under under the guise of what it is. Like you're saying, if it was a film, it'd be very different. Jim Norton makes a big case about how um, this. Uh, some people say you can't make rape jokes. Yeah. And one of the, I forget who he was arguing with on um, a show, but the woman had a who he was arguing with had a photo of Jeff Goldblum, I think like his sexy pose in Jurassic Park. Mm. And Jim Norton said, well, that's Jeff Goldblum. In Death Wish, he performs like an incredibly violent rape. Yeah. And you're like, yay, this is great. Isn't he sexy? <laughs> and then I say a rape joke where nobody gets raped. Yeah. And you think, I'm the criminal? <laughs> you're <laughs> celebrating a rapist. Yeah. I'm telling a joke. So it's it's the medium is different and people interpret the medium of film. They've had enough time to separate that from real life. Yeah. And I think tw- in the internet, people still aren't accustomed or acclimatized to... It's a different medium. Yeah. If somebody sends you a death threat on Twitter, you should take it seriously, but you should also recognize that it might not occur. Yeah. But you should still take it seriously because your life comes first. Yeah. But if someone says mean things to you, you go, oh, well, who cares? Yeah. It's Twitter. It's anonymous. It doesn't mean anything. Anyway. <clears throat> well, how, how, how often do you think someone said, go fucking kill yourself and actually would have been happy if that person went and killed themselves. Yeah. I would imagine that very, very rarely happens. But again, even then, it's this mentality that it's up to everybody else to control how they talk to you rather than you to filter out how people, you know, to interpret what's what's going on in the world. Yeah. The same way I say about people put so much strain on teachers because they think that children should learn everything at school. Mm. You're like, no, no, they should learn some stuff at school. But they're going to learn the most from the family that they live with. Yeah. You know, in terms of, you know, there's stuff that school don't teach that you should teach. I've said like medical. The first aid isn't really taught at school. Like, it feels like it should be an important thing to teach. Yeah. So instead of going, no, the school should do all that so that I don't have to do anything. Mm. It's the same thing as saying, well, the internet should change so that I don't get these <laughs> annoying messages. It's yeah. Like, nah, you're no. going to get insulted. You're, get bad, you're going to have these bad things happen to you. And if it's someone in the street screaming it in your face, you should react differently than if it's someone sent you a text. Yeah. yeah. Learn They're to both deal still with it. bad. Just learn to deal with it. Well, yeah, just, uh, yeah, that's, we'll just accept that that's always going to be the case. Yeah. You're never going to live in a world where everyone loves you. You no. just have to, and, and you'll always live in a world where some people hate you for yeah. whatever reason. So you just have to learn how to deal with it. Mm. Whether It still doesn't minimize the situation. So it's still big. Um, Unless you like Morgan Freeman. I've never met anyone that doesn't like Morgan I Freeman. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a God complex ever since he did Bruce Almighty. <laughs> Um, this article annoyed me. I don't know if it'll annoy you. All right. Might do. Um, a university student said that she's received marriage offers after her rolling her eyes at Nigel Farage. Uh. So it's just, uh, I mean, one, I don't care about the article. It's just the people's reactions to it. So it was something like BBC Question Time or right. some kind of political debate where Nigel Farage was asked a question and um, the woman sat behind, rolled her eyes and right. people found her and proposed to her and did all and it's like she just rolled her eyes all right you shouldn't base the love of your life <laughs> after a new background news is, report is there a picture of her 
Uh, at all? No, but I can get one. I, I'm going... Right. I'm going to guess that she's quite attractive. Uh, and I'm also yeah. going to guess that she wouldn't have had any proposals was she not attractive, regardless of whether she'd rolled her eyes. Um, no, well, I I would say she's not... <laughs> this is her. Okay. Elsewhere in the news. <laughs> no, just a normal looking person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal looking person. But it's just the fact that, um, yeah, people that, that it, it's people either saying more things that they don't mean, like I'm a yeah. witch and I'm going to yeah. put a hex on Donald Trump and and all that kind of stuff, to say you know, I'm going to I propose, will you marry me to someone they've seen in the background of a news show that they yeah. don't know and she's already engaged. <laughs> it's just calm the fuck down, please, yeah. people. Um, the 21-year-old says she's been swamped with messages of support for and calling her a hero. Uh, she's had marriage proposals too, which her boyfriend isn't happy about. Uh, <laughs> she rolled her eyes when Farage argued that Prime Minister Theresa May was delivering a Remainers Brexit. The clip posted on Twitter showing her expression has had more than 60,000 likes and 7,000 retweets. Okay. The University of Birmingham student says that the reaction to her eye roll has been mad. Most people have been really nice and they're really saying nice things about how I'm speaking for most people across the country. She isn't saying anything. No. Just rolling her eyes, but you're speaking for the people. There's even people calling me a hero, which I'm not. That's people who are much more... There are people who are much more deserving of that title. Yes. You yep. just rolled your eyes. You're an audience member. If you clapped, you're not a hero. No. You, you haven't you haven't done anything. No. But she's been worshipped yeah. as changing the world. Yeah. You know, the same as... what? Well, who was that guy from the the Halifax advert? He was like a big celebrity that people loved. Howard. Howard. Howard it. from the Halifax yeah. advert. He was like a cult icon for a little while. People were like, oh yeah, get Howard in. It's like, yeah. But we all understand this is just bollocks. Right? Yeah. You understand that you're just doing it for fun, which is great, yeah. but it's just, just for fun. Uh, so what else in Harriet's life deserves the double eye roll? Well, she says that pineapple on pizza, you're a hero, love. You know, I've, I'm so tired of that example because there seems to be a generic one. I love pineapple on pizza. I had it the other night. It was great. It. Um, but this, it's, it's the go-to thing that you know people like to shit on when they want to shit on something that isn't particularly serious, but they take it seriously so it appears funny. Yeah, it's like it's just stupid old jokes that just keep on being said. Like, yeah, we get it. Like, you don't like pineapple on a pizza. Yeah. I, all right, whatever. But, oh, we're gonna roll your eyes. Oh, sixty thousand <laughs> likes. And Tory MP Jacob Rees-Mogg. Uh, meanwhile, even an even sterner triple eye roll is reserved for sexism and misogyny. <laughs> so she'll roll her eyes at that three times. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Newsbeat has contacted Mr. Farage for a comment. Why? You said something and someone's eyes moved. What do you think? <laughs> what, 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 have you got anything to say for yourself? <laughs> well, uh, okay. People will disagree. People will eye roll. It's all right. It's whatever's the deal. Um, anyway. Oh, we have got a... Uh, um, lots of... Been lots of pain this week. Um, yeah. And in one of the things, I did try to get a... I tried to find something to push the podcast a little bit further forward. All right, trying to get get myself a little bit of a bit of a, so we got we have got a sponsor this week. Okay, um, yeah, see how it goes. Uh, hey Nick, uh, where are you going? I'm just going to go out for a quick dream. Yeah, that Nick's always going out dreaming. Dreaming? It's driving while you're screaming. Brought to you by <laughs> inner turmoil and fucking toothache. 
Stop. That was your best produced piece, I think. Was it? Yeah, yeah. levels were alright, I guess. Level I levels were good, fade the music in and out, nothing was overblown. Was oh, good. I didn't do that. But at least it happened. Well, I mean Alright. It, it was accidentally. There was the more production involved than usual. Yeah. Which is like my chair's squeaky when I'm doing this. That's ah, fine. Yeah. Or it's just one long cut piece. This was like four different bits. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, I'm getting a professional. So yeah, yeah. Screaming <laughs> while driving. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, you know, we're not going to get sued for that. So, it's like, no. yeah, it's a good product. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone could go out and do it. I'm just encouraging people yeah. to drive and scream. Yeah. In other news, a drowning cow has been rescued by a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, it's just in. <laughs> yeah. Which again is kind of uh, is kind of stupid. I mean, it's not what happened. Well, I'll let you decide. Lindsay Cole splashed into the river in a wetsuit, tail, and hat at Letchdale, Gloucestershire, on Friday. She's raising awareness of the environmental effects of single-use plastic. So she's just swimming to raise awareness, dressed as a mermaid. Okay. As she passed through Oxfordshire on Sunday, she spotted the stricken cow, the drowning cow. Yeah. Miss Cole said she carried on swimming. Well, it doesn't sound like she saved it. No. <laughs> How did she save it in that example? <laughs> oh, look, there's a drowning cow. Keep going. <laughs> They'll call me a hero, they will. While her mother and support canoeist called the emergency <laughs> services. So her support team saved this drowning cow. For some reason I imagined a support canoe as like a support animal on an airplane. <laughs> I'm just going to bring my support canoe. Just this with a happy face painted <laughs> on the side. You can do it. Let that cow drown. <laughs> You're really a mermaid. Yeah, the animal is believed to have fallen into the river from a nearby field when drinking, two miles east of the Swinford Toll Bridge. Yeah. Dubbed the Urban Mermaid, Miss Cole had initially thought the animal was a large sheet of white plastic. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's campaigning to raise the awareness of massive, cows, of single-use plastic. I thought cows can swim. Can cows not swim? I don't know. I I'd be surprised swimming. they couldn't breaststroke. <laughs> you know what I mean break their ribs <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd be surprised if they could swim because their legs are very small and their body's very big I swear I've seen some uh, maybe not like domestic cows maybe it was like buffalo. Olympic cows no maybe it was like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was like buffaloes or something yeah what are those things on a Serengeti are they buffalo yeah 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 they can cross rivers like deer can swim yeah and I think therefore buffalo can probably swim yeah because they're the same <laughs> uh, but yeah she thought that the drowning cow was just plastic a sheet of was a large sheet of white plastic she's never seen a cow before no no and <laughs> that, the cow's never seen a mermaid so. why is she always thinking about plastic I think <laughs> as they're going along swimming I think they're taking plastic out the river more plastic <laughs> more drowning plastic <laughs> uh, but when she signalled for a support boat to retrieve it the support group said it's got four legs and it's mooing <laughs> 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 well that doesn't sound recyclable <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh oh um, uh, sorry I've just got a notification uh, would you kill a man for sport uh, which well, man this is the notification uh, oh, go out and kill a man for sport real quick oh right I sh- as in I should go and do it <laughs> well you've organised your pipe <laughs> yeah, I'm asking myself philosophical <laughs> questions and timing them throughout the day yeah, just, so, just think about this I just want to right think now it's 2pm <laughs> would I? 
Ask me again at nine. Oh, and go to the bathroom. <laughs> and go to the... So it's kind of like, what? <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, at the minute, no. No, I wouldn't. No, you okay, right. it's good okay. to it's good to reevaluate. Yeah. Uh, and lastly from me, um, a woman has been paralyzed after being catapulted from her bed during sex and tried to sue the bed uh, <laughs> and lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll pass that back through. Um, Claire Busby of Maidenhead, Berkshire, suffered a serious injury to her spine when she fell from the super king-sized double divan as she changed sexual positions. The 46-year-old claimed the bed was in a defective state. Right. (laughs) It's a catapult, not a bed. (laughs) At the time of her accident and sued Berkshire Bed Company, trading as Beds Are Us, which supplied it. But rejecting her case, Judge Barry Cotter found the bed was not defective, even (laughs) taken into account uh, reasonably foreseeable misuse. The new Silent Night Trebuchet. <laughs> Do you want to get, you know, a good night's sleep and invade a fortress? <laughs> uh, the judge said it requires a most unfortunate and unusual combination of positioning on the bed and movement, which I do not believe would have been foreseeable by any reasonable person prior to the incident. As a result of the matters above, the claim in relation to this tragic accident, which I think, which is what I find it was, was a simple accident and the, 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 the it fails. Yeah, she told the court she was kneeling in the middle of the bed when she decided to move position and she swung her legs from underneath her before lying back on the bed with her heads towards the bottom end at that point she claimed the bed gave way well that's not how a catapult works no a catapult isn't a broken bed <laughs> <laughs> she you know with the momentum spun around and put weight on it and the weight collapsed I think right at that point, she claimed the bed gave way and she fell off the end, landing on her head. So she wasn't... That's cat- she fell off. She fell off the bed. Yeah, it wasn't catapulted. Yeah. Uh, during the trial, I was supposed to be told the court, I spun around, put my hand down, and I felt like I was catapulted off the back of the bed, but you weren't, you fell off. My yeah. head hit the floor. So that's how she got injury to the spine. Right. So you weren't... I was more interested when I thought she was catapulted out of the bed. Because from a very young age, I've cut, I should make this on record, when I die, mm. I want to be catapulted into a public place. Right. Don't want to be buried. No. Don't want anything like that. I just think it would just be very good. <laughs> for, for Not even in a coffin, just kind of lying down in a bed of grass inside a catapult thing. And, yeah. and, and he died how he lived. In the air. Yeah, maybe on Airborne. fire. Maybe yeah. on fire. Yeah. Into the sea, I'll even give you that. We get to do it like Jesus. Like you're buried and then on the third day you're catapulted. <laughs> whole graveyard yeah <laughs> unearthed very quickly yeah. Uh, but yeah that's me that's cool this week. Uh, yeah yeah I'll uh, I'll just uh, yeah Steve's collection of useless meanderings scum it's not funny anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I'm- it's just more whenever it happens I just feel a little bit bad that I kind of ruined it for you early on <laughs> I realised that, yeah, in the first episode that I did my scum, I yeah. did it before you did yours. And that just felt like it was like a dick move. Should have done it afterwards. I don't feel bad about it. Like, oh, no, yeah. But like, it's, it's, it's all good. But I, just, I still feel like that was, nah, I, just, I, should have, I should have let him believe in his own production for a little bit longer. <laughs> and crushed it. As opposed to like, by the way, Steve, fuck you, I've stolen your entire instrumental part. Made a funnier joke. And now you can follow that. If you like. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I was, um, still good. Still good. 
Uh, this is a species of jellyfish whose sting inflicts the victim with an impending sense of doom. <laughs> Uh-oh. The sensation of uh, constant imminent dread is reportedly so severe, patients beg their doctors to kill them to end it. <laughs> what would you say? It was an insect? A species of jellyfish. Someone was holding one in like a little test tube. What kind of doctors are in the sea? <laughs> Please Doc, kill me. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Octopus. Oh yeah, there you yeah. Go. Doc Ock. Yeah. What was that one? Spider Man, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, a sheep in New Zealand avoided being caught and shorn by hiding in caves for six years. When finally found, <laughs> his fleece contained enough wool to make twenty large men's suits. <laughs> <laughs> he well, he hasn't suffered for nothing. <laughs> just an old, just an old sheep in a cave. <laughs> Please leave me alone. No, you're going to be been here you're for gonna 20, 20 men's suits. <laughs> I can barely see, but I'm free. <laughs> uh, Johnny Cash started a forest fire in California that burned for <laughs> over 500 acres. When questioned by a judge, he said, I didn't do it, my truck did, and it's dead, so you can't question it. Hang on. <laughs> One, Johnny Cash. Yep. He's dead? He is now, yeah. Oh, Okay. Uh, he's, when, <laughs> when questioned by a judge, he said, "I didn't do it. My truck did, and my truck did, and it's dead. So you can't question it." Right. So number one, it's yeah. happened in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a forest fire in California. Yeah. It was started by a car. By yeah, by him and his car. Oh. He then murdered the car. It, I'm guessing it burnt. Killed its. It died. It burnt. Would in they the have fire. questioned if it wasn't dead? <laughs> What? I think he was being ludicrous. Oh. Like, I didn't start the fire. It was my truck, technically. And my truck's dead. Yeah. It's burnt. It burnt in a perfect circle. I'll write a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ring of fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it's always better when you explain it. Tatiana and Christina Hogan are conjoined twins of the brain <laughs> and can see through each other's eyes and read each other's minds. Fucking hell, Hulk Hogan's really got his <laughs> lineage done. <laughs> How can anyone defeat my prestigious wrestling career? Yeah. Well, if I had daughters who were conjoined at the brain, <laughs> nobody could defeat them. <laughs> That'll be, she'll be the real Hogan's hero. <laughs> I think that was a different show. Oh, was it, I d- was I it about Hulk Hogan? Uh, is it like Hogan's house or... Yeah. Something I like can't that. remember what it was. It was just about his ludicrous family. Yeah, but that was like a follow-around family kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was a show like called the Hogan's Heroes. There was, and I think it was Which, a different Hogan. You sure? I think How so. How many Hogan's have there been? <laughs> Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, it was some kind of Justice League show, I think, yeah. or Charlie's Angels type show. I thought Hulk Hogan was at the forefront, but never mind. I'd, I, yeah, I don't know about it. It's an American thing, isn't it? Isn't it something a bit like Jim will fix it? But less paedophile Oh, it's Nazis. Okay, it's nothing to do yes, with but- that. <laughs> uh, just the blub of it. Perhaps the funniest show ever made about fictional hilarity in a Nazi POW prison. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a sitcom about being in, in, a holo- in the Holocaust. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I thought it was something. I thought it was some wacky Hulk Hogan. He did a film about him. He did films. He did some. Yeah. There's a film where like even a kid. You he did Mister Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that there's so many films that get made that you don't realize. There was Ace Ventura Junior. Do you know that? Hmm. 
you know, just about a kid being good. Ace Ventura. Yeah, but this is like, you know, something for kids. Where yeah. the hell was it marketed? Was it the, like, The Return of the Mask? And it was... Son of the Mask. Son of the... Oh. Yeah, which... You can't... Don't touch that film. Yeah, well, you know, it's just... You know, I can understand if it's just for kids. Like, Ace Ventura, there was a cartoon. Yeah. It's just shit to give to kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking watch that and shut up. Yeah. You know, just do that. I think that's that's all that was marketed for. Yeah. But there was one about Hulk Hogan teamed up with some kid to do something. Now he's... Uh, now he's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not the Nazi POW comedy. No. That, um, that I thought it was. That, we, that, that we'd hoped for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, in, uh, in, in, in 2000... Uh, Saddam Hussein published an allegorical romance novel called Zabiba and the King. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Diversifying. We went through this like yeah, 10 no, episodes what was, the, what was his girlfriend's name? I can't remember now. Uh, I don't I know. Of Whatever he wanted it to be, I imagine. Yeah, Susan. Susan! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a whole arc about he went yeah. through a relationship. I yeah. can't remember what the woman's name was. Yeah. Bethany? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I can't. Add up but it makes sense. That. We always knew we had a romantic side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dung Beetles get published. <laughs> <laughs> I want penguin books. <laughs> Dung Beetles navigate by the Milky Way. Not interesting, <laughs> but true. <laughs> I don't believe that. I've never met one. Well, they I don't say think we have them over here, do we? Uh, I don't know. But they say that snails have no perception of our world because of their size right they just can't comprehend everything that's going on above yeah like we can't we can't see the stars during the day or whatever right so we can't even comprehend what's going on up there and I think that with smaller creatures I think that's the case like ants maybe ants aren't concerned about you know the eclipse (laughs) (laughs) or anything like that they're just like fuck it we're ants we're gonna go along doing it so yeah I mean what evidence is there and could it just not be something else unless dung beetles can I mean I don't think anybody operates by the Milky Way it does seem like a weird way to operate we operate by the North Star yeah. that's the only one I know and then there's other one like Dave the Fish <laughs> all these different things that people see in the stars and that means something else <laughs> right you know what I mean? yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah it's yeah. like shapes the, yeah. tra- the spoon big spoon yeah the big dipper yeah, 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 big that's dipper. That's, I, that's the only one I ever Alton seen. Towers, that way. Or Orion's Belt, which is just three stars. <laughs> yeah, just three stars in a light. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Orion's Belt, that is. Oh, yeah, what about those two stars? Nah, it's not as straight, is it? <laughs> yeah, but we're all moving, right? I mean, yeah. No, no, no. No. All right. You're wrong. Yeah, so fuck you, don't. I don't believe you. I think that's a bollocks. That's a bollocks. Thing. <laughs> um, On the record. For the record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bollocks. <laughs> uh, all trees in Melbourne, Australia have their own email addresses. <laughs> That's what's happening. The trees are watching the Milky Way. They're emailing the dung beetles. <laughs> Left. So <laughs> no, right. <laughs> so it's set up as like a as a program uh, for for people in uh, Melbourne to be able to go out on walks and if they spot some kind of infestation, insects into infestation on a particular tree, <laughs> they could the email tree. email this address and it would it would alert the authorities to come and sort it out. Does that mean each it's to stop tree to stop tree diseases spreading? But the tree had to be like labelled with its Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it've got their own. Uh, yeah, their own or like you photographed it. it and it told you or your GPS. Yeah, like and... a QR code tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But uh, but people did start abusing the email <laughs> addresses for the trees. Uh, dear tree, yeah, I'm having trouble uh, in sex life. <laughs> dear Greenleaf Elm, uh, I hope you like living at St Mary's. Most of the time, I like it too. I have exams coming up and should be busy studying. You do not have exams because you are a tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think that there's much more to talk about as we don't have a lot in common. You being a tree and such, but I'm glad we're in this together. Cheers, F. <laughs> uh, that was to uh, Greenleaf Elm Tree ID 1022165 well there was a weird thing wasn't there about call a random Swede <laughs> it's a service what? provided by Sweden <laughs> where when you dialed it it would ju- you'd put you through to a Swedish person <laughs> just a random <laughs> Swedish person <laughs> did they have to sign up or? yeah it was like a volunteer service right okay but it was just volu- I think there was any money behind it it was just a tourist thing it was like yeah you know, and just called it like Hello, this is Piotr. I'm a random Swedish person. What's going on? How's it going? How's it hanging? And like, yeah, it was a real thing that people just rang up to do it. But I've never heard of that. No? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a big thing. I don't oh, know if it's still going or not. Oh. But yeah, you'd generally just... Re- you'd, you'd, it would literally as if someone's just phoned you just now. And yeah. It'd be like the random Swede service. Yeah. And you'd be put through to somebody. <laughs> Again, sounds dangerous. <laughs> but could be fine. Yeah. It's all good. But I wonder if they were doing it to track people for infections as they were <laughs> that tree. <laughs> Sign up to call us random Swede, then we'll take your blood and we'll figure out what's wrong with you. <laughs> Just pinpoint where people are. Would you like to talk to an infected Swede? <laughs> uh, hello, Greenleaf Elm. It's me again. Uh, <laughs> I just got my marks back uh, for last semester. On a definitely, completely unrelated note, how do you deal with the con- constant, relentlessly soul-crushing pain of disappointment after disappointment <laughs> that characterises our lives on Earth? You must be very old, right? So I thought you might know. Thanks again, your friend, F. <laughs> do you know what, F? <laughs> uh, dear Western Red Caesar, uh, Tree ID 1058295. Hi, Tree. Are you worried about being infected by the Greek debt crisis? <laughs> Should Greece be allowed to stay in the EU? Regards, Troy. <laughs> Uh, to the Weeping Myrtle, uh, tree ID 1494392. Hello, Weeping Myrtle. I'm sitting inside near you, and I've noticed on the urban tree map that you don't have many friends nearby. I think that's sad, so I want to let you know that I'm thinking of you. I also want to thank you for providing oxygen for us to breathe in the hustle and bustle of the city. Regards, N. We just try to be a bit more supportive. We're thinking of you. We appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Um... Golden Elm Tree ID uh, 1037148 You deserve to be known by more than a number I love you, always and forever <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm still going to refer to you as a number I'm yeah. not going to change that But just saying, you, you know, someone else should give you a name <laughs> Yeah um, uh, Golden Elm Tree ID 1028612 I used to think you were a magic faraway tree when I was a child Now that I'm an adult, I still look forward to seeing you As I come around the bend after a tedious crawl down Hoddle Street A loyal friend <laughs> Uh, always there waiting to say hello. <laughs> yeah. It's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it breeds non. It breeds a good type of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Instead of doing I'd, nothing, I'd email a tree. Yeah, well, see, I've just looked it up. The Swede, the call about him, Swede. Mm. Uh, it is finished now, but it oh. operated for a year. I think 2016, 2017. Caused too much chaos. <laughs> no, it just went like, ah, just it was more of a just a, a gimmick or something to yep. do. Um, yeah, it was the first country in the world to have its own phone number. It's a phone Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, to someone well, in Sweden. Technically, 
the Department of Alaska, probably. So, um, <laughs> uh, who answers when I call? Everyone who lives in Sweden is able to register as an ambassador. When you call, you'll be connected to a random Swede. The chances are that you'll be connected to the same Swede twice are small, so you get a new Swede every time you call. <laughs> uh, the uh, it's interesting t- statistics. The average phone call duration was two minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> hey, are you Swedish? Yes. All right. <laughs> is there anything else we can talk about? That's pretty much it, really. I just wanted to see if this was real. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we'll buy them. That's about, probably about the same thing. Um, America accounted for 32% of the calls. UK, 7%. And then less and less yeah. all over the world. The last call was from Australia. <laughs> they had a, nearly 200,000 calls. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool idea. Yeah. Interesting just to write. And I think it was something to do with loneliness. Um, did I see something there? Give yeah, me loneliness. Was, if you're lonely, just phone Sweden. So they'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Pretty much, isn't it? Yeah. It's all good. Um, yeah. <laughs> should we, yeah, should we do that? Yeah, yeah. I can't think of my... We can't call Sweden. They've closed their phone line. Oh. So is the Department of Alaska, so... Yeah. We'll just have to end it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, wisdom at com. Yeah. Is the email. And I'm... And we're at Pulling Teeth Pod. That's the one. I'm at Nick Snip. And I'm at Sing It Steve. Yeah. Will be funnier next week. Yeah. <laughs> Do you play the ad? Yeah. Uh, Red. Yep. Yeah. That's the one. Yep. Yeah.